0: Charmers, welcome back to another episode of the Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha. Happy Gemini season. (laughs) It is officially Gemini season. I cannot believe it. I just feel like we flew through Taurus season, which is crazy. I actually had a good Taurus season because, again, you guys know when it becomes uh, Earth seasons, I have to really take care of myself to keep from getting sick for some reason. I don't know why, but it just, I've noticed a pattern over the years that every time I to get sick, it's in like earth seasons. I don't know why. It's crazy. But, um, yeah. So, uh, I hope everyone had a wonderful Taurus, uh, new moon. I hope everyone planted the seeds they wanted. I kind of want to talk about what I did because, The thing with me is I had mentioned, I believe on the previous episode of the Taurus New Moon, that that day shared the moon moving into a new sign later on. So that day I had to work, of course. And so by the time I got home and when I started to plant, you know, my seeds and do my manifestations, it ended up coming out in a more Gemini way because by the time I started writing, the moon was in Gemini. And you still have even when the sun uh not the sun, but the moon uh moves or even when it's potent, um, you can still manifest within twenty-four to I believe forty-eight hours if I'm not wrong. It's somewhere between it's like twenty-four to forty-eight hours at the most, because of course the um power of the energy is more potent during when the moon is its most like new or full or whatever. But uh, if, you know, people have lives and stuff, some people can't do that exactly at that time. And so uh, if you do it afterwards, you still have that lingering energy up to 24 to 48 hours. Uh, so for me, I I just, as I was like on my way home, I listened to a lot of audible now that I, like my job is literally out of town. It, I have to drive an hour to get to my job Um, sometimes it's longer, especially if there's traffic, it can be up to almost two hours. And so, um, I listen to a lot of audibles and I have just recently finished, um, Rich as fuck, which is by Amanda Francis, which highly recommend same with sacred success. I know her name is Barbara. I can't remember her last name, but I highly recommend that. Like I've been really into, you know, um, Like money and manifestations, and different, like you know, like conscience thinking and all that stuff. And I know that was a lot of it, like, of course, is the influence of Taurus season because Taurus season is about you know, gaining and taking care of your finances, you know, making sure you're stacking up, learning, kind of pursuing, uh, you know, like learning more about finances so that you can, you know, gain wealth. And that was like pretty much most of my tourist season is like, I just felt really connected to like financial books and, but not the typical, you know, ones that are just kind of like basic and more logical, just definitely more spiritual. Those are the ones that really speak to me. And I don't mind doing the logical ones here and there, but it's just like, I want to learn how to gain wealth and understand wealth in the way that speaks to my soul and spirituality is just. A huge part of my life and so I want to learn how to do it in that aspect because I obviously see that it works for people every everyone's different with how they gain wealth and so I'm going by the one that speaks to my soul so I listen to a lot of those and stuff and so now I'm on a happy pocket full of money this is a book I started a long time ago and then I just you know I don't I didn't really like drive too much especially when I was um you know, stay at home wife and stuff. I, you know, I didn't really drive that myself, but listen to it, like on the way to like exercise, which to get to the gym for me is not, it doesn't take long at all. I think it takes like the most, maybe 10, 10 minutes, maybe, um, maybe less, maybe a little less, but about the most 10 minutes. And then like, or if I go like exercise and stuff, and then that's when I kind of listen to that kind of stuff too sometimes. But other than that, um, yeah, so I'm getting through a lot of books that are like really helping me and I, Happy Pocket Full of Money is the one I'm on and what it said really opened my mind, um, especially with how we use words. I highly recommend this book if you really want to expand on how words affect your life and can affect your wealth. And so it mentioned that, um, you know, you... No one gets what they want, and that really intrigued me because so I was like, What? I was like, What are they talking about? Like, my motto growing up was, I get what I want, and I always do, you know what I mean? Because I did, I always got what I wanted. Like, but then he made sense when he said the reason why he says that is because if you look up the definition of want, want means to be needy or to lack to, uh, you know, to, to not have, you know, basically like really coming from a negative aspect. And I was like, wow. So, you know, of course, you know, I have to do my own research and I looked it up and it it really said that it said to, to lack, to be needy. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. So like whenever, like, so when you say you want things, basically you're basically saying you lack something. Right. And I know everyone's like, well, duh, bitch, but for me that that's not the words that I want to speak because again remember whenever we speak words like that we that's what we're attracting and that's what we're vibrating to and therefore it attracts more lack you know and more neediness and so he mentions to use the word to replace the word of wanting with desire and I looked up desire and he even said desire means to like wish, you know what I mean? You can say desire or wish cause it kind of means the same thing, but I, I prefer desire. And so desire, when I looked it up, it means to, to, to have hope, you know, to, to be passionate about, to, to, uh, to attract basically something of, you know, like I wish I had my book here cause I wrote it down. Um, but basically it's it's saying that when you say you desire something it's not saying you don't have it already. it just means you you desire you know more things you know what I mean like more more things to to either get or have like it's not saying it's a state of lack it's basically having hope of getting what you want you know what I mean that to me is you know speaking more of abundance speaking is what I talk so <clears throat> I'm sorry if I'm not explaining it right, but I know he said that, like, when we're in a state of wanting, when you stay in a state of wanting, you never get what you want because, and he's right, because basically what he's saying is, let's say, um, he, well, he used the example of food, so I guess food is the easiest one to go for. So he's saying that, like, whenever we want, and I put in quotes, to eat, right? You're like, I want to eat something. Okay, whenever we think I want to eat something, okay, that means that we're lacking it and that we need to go get it. So imagine like if you say I want, you're not doing anything right. And in your mind, you're just thinking you want to get this thing, but you're not doing anything for it. Right. So he says we have to literally switch our consciousness and then move into the action of pursuing to go get that food, meaning that we are no longer in a state of wanting at that point. Because we're taking action. I hope I'm making sense, but it just really blew my mind because I was like, wow, you're right. Because he was like, if we stayed in that sense of I want food and we're just sitting there, we're not getting what we want. You see what I mean? We're still lacking that food. But once we, you know, when we say that and then we sit there and we're like, well, your consciousness switches like, okay, let's go get the food, you know? Then you're getting the food you're not wanting no more because you're getting the food and you're eating it. You're putting it in your mouth and you're eating it. So to me, that basically said, in my mind, using want is speaking negative negativity slash lack, you know, attraction. But saying I desire, you know, not meaning you're not lacking and you just desire that thing is abundance speaking. So when I got home, I I grabbed my journal immediately and that's why I knew that cuz I was like, wow, I wrote I think you guys like four pages <laughs> about this stuff and about the things that I'm I'm going to incorporate. So I wrote four pages and that's how I knew that the moon was in Gemini cuz Gemini is all about like communicating, thinking, you know, intellect, all that like learning all that stuff, right? And so, um, I just started writing like pages and pages of just like how I thought about this and really dissecting what this person said. And so, um, I set my seeds because I decided from that day forward that I'm not going to use want because I don't want to attract more lack. I don't want to attract negativity. I don't want to be needy. Instead, I'm choosing to use my vocabulary in a way to speak positive gratefulness and abundance into my life by using things that if I desire something, you know, if I, you know, if I, if I need to pursue something that I, you know, I don't want to say the word, I would just say, quote unquote, want, I'm just going to say, I desire this and go forward and attract it and take the action that's needed. But don't worry about the how after I take, after I do my part, right? So it was just, that was like my new thing and that's like a goal that I'm working on and something that I'm going to check on by the next new moon to see how speaking into more of an abundance flow changes how things happen for me. So I kind of wanted to share that uh, with you guys. I know that was kind of like a long thing, but it was just very interesting to me and Um, with it being Gemini season now, you know, it definitely is more, it's all about like me working on my communication. That's what was funny to me because I was like the way I communicate, I'm going to communicate in a more abundance than lack. So it was just, I felt, I felt the energy of Gemini more so that night just because the time that I had to do it compared to the Taurian energy. So, um, with that said though, I'm going to go ahead and jump into, um, my crystal shop. If you're interested, I have a beautiful crystal shop on Etsy. If you're interested in purchasing any crystals, I use high quality stones and high quality wire. I currently use 14 K gold filled, sterling silver, silver plated, real copper and antique copper. So, uh... Take a look. There are lots of juicy things up there right now. Um, I mean, support your girl if you're interested. But remember that don't search for my shop on um, on Google because uh, somebody recently did that when they asked me about my jewelry, and um, I just you know I was like, well, I don't think it works on Google because they were like, I can't find you. Can you send me an email? This so I sent them an email with the name and everything and then I was like yeah, you have to make sure you look on Etsy so I sent them that and then they were able to find it of course once they did Etsy. So if you're interested definitely make sure you're on the Etsy search engine um and go to the on the search engine go to the left corner of the search engine where it has a little arrow and and choose a fine shop I think it is and um Type in my name, A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E, Jewelry, and my shop will pop right on up. So if you're interested, give it a check out. I have lots of goodies up there right now. Um, I need to buy more. (laughs) I'm out of like gold. I'm out of silver. I'm out of the silver plated. I only have copper and I think some antique copper left. So I haven't. I have not been able to create cuz I'm waiting to get my um shipment in. It's just like it goes like crazy. So, yeah, but take a look, but there's a lot plenty of stuff in the shop right now. So, take a look and have fun, enjoy yourself and check it out. Um so let's go ahead and jump directly into a Gemini season. So, This is particularly for our natal Gemini moons. Happy Gemini season, you guys. Um, I'm going to to talk about what I love so far. Um, Not so far, but I I don't know if I did this for Taurus season, and I'm I'm sorry if I didn't. I hope I did. But um, I'm going to talk about what Geminis mean to me, I guess you can say. And what the things that I love about you guys so Geminis, you guys are truly the comedians of the zodiac. I kid you not. Um you guys just make me laugh so so much. I just love your energy. I love just being able to talk so easily with you guys and just you know, it's it's just things that are like having a nice intellectual conversation is really wonderful. I love that. I love, you know, my mind to be stimulated as well. Um, You guys are truly the life of the party. It's like I literally need to wear a diaper around you guys because all the Geminis that I know just have me laughing so hard and it feels so good to just laugh over the silliest things you guys impersonate so well. You guys know how to like truly impersonate the person that you're talking about or you know like impersonate like tv things and stuff like that and and you're just so fun you're so fun you're so jolly you're so carefree you're so you know you just pursue what you like you know what i mean you go after what you like you like to do multiple things although that can be a downfall at times but the thing is, is that you guys just enjoy doing stuff you enjoy you know like communicating with people, you enjoy helping people find their voice, you you enjoy teaching people and stuff like that. So you know, you guys are amazing networkers. You guys are amazing. You know, when it comes to social media, there's just plenty of you guys. You guys just know how to capture people and You know, I just enjoy that. Like, truly, I feel like if we didn't have Gemini's, it just wouldn't be the same. And I know you guys get such a shitty rep. Like, we all do. Especially, I just feel like air signs in general just get shit on. Um, And so, I just want to say that you guys are not as detached as people think. You know, you guys just, you care and you can love But it's just you have a hard time being open and accepting the emotional aspect of things. Um, It's a little harder for you unless you're really in touch with that person. Um, You have a hard time being settled down too because you're just all about like really going forth and just trying to do everything and learn everything and experience everything that's going on. You want to be a part of everything, which is cool, but... That's the stuff that I like about you guys. You know, that's what, you know, I've seen in my experience with Geminis. And so, you know, you guys always are trying to make someone laugh when they're feeling down. So that's my appreciation moment for you guys. So um, let's go ahead and jump in. So as we know, Gemini is the sign of the twins Gemini is really known as the intellectual of the Zodiac. They're very, you know, like, I don't know. They're just so carefree. They're a mutable sign. They're, they're just all over the place and they love to, you know, try different things. I don't know how many times I keep saying that they just enjoy, you know, I guess you can say kind of like freedom. I mean, they're, they're literally like their sister counterpart, Sagittarius, except They're just more in, you know, like the talkative version of Sagittarius. You know what I mean? And so um, you guys hold the polarities of both the masculine and the feminine. And I think that's why they, you know, Gemini gets the rep of being like, quote unquote, the crazy sign. Because truly you guys flip mode, like depending on, what situation you're in you can be in your feminine and be understanding and you know um listen when you want to um but or you can be on the masculine side and you know pursue things really like to teach and open you know like talk and sometimes talk too much um where people can't get nothing in that's one thing that's can be can be difficult when it comes to geminis is that they rule the conversation where The second someone starts talking about something, they'll interrupt very rudely and just keep talking and talking and talking. So, um, you know, it, it can be a little overwhelming (laughs) because you guys have both of those polarities. I mean, we all do, but it's very, you know, uh, Jim and I can go from being cool and collective to like, you know, like really like hollering and, and going off on somebody and, yeah. So it, it it can be a lot in one person, especially, you know what I mean? And especially when it's very in your face. So, um, you know, Gemini's, uh, you know, especially around this time, we all are going to be feeling definitely more, um, I would say, I like to say all over the place. We're not really steady. We're not really grounded at this time. So you have to really make sure all of us work on groundation because I know like I have a third house um, and that's the third house is ruled by Gemini um, naturally. And so my mind is always all over the place. You know, I completely relate to some Gemini aspects because of that. I don't have a stellium there, but I have like three planets. So... um <laughs> Yeah, that's why you guys seen, like, how I jump all over the place on this podcast. I always have to, like, remind myself and keep notes and stuff like that. Or else, if I don't, I will literally not stay on topic. So, I have to be very careful with that. Um, But it's definitely more, um, it's more, like, in your face and, you know, writing really allowing yourself to get, you know, put yourself out there and all that stuff. We might feel like we just want to, you know, like, just really hang around everyone, communicate, learn some new things, all that stuff. Like, trying to take on more than we can chew, that's kind of a Gemini energy thing. So, that's kind of what we're looking at for this, t- this time. So, for me, like, what, what my Gemini season is going to look like, I definitely find myself writing more, you know, like getting things out more. Um really allowing myself to learn some different things. Um I wanna try not to overdo because usually like I said I juggle. I've been juggling a lot uh instead of focusing on one thing. Um and it's only gonna get worse <laughs> this season. So um definitely uh I don't know, I just been feeling pulled to start like writing poetry again, really just diving into words and really understanding almost kind of like linguistics in a way I don't know I've just been feeling that way but who knows that just could be just you know my thing I just want to make sure I'm just understanding every aspect of not only the physical world but the spiritual world too and how words are truly spells you know what I mean it's really interesting to kind of understand but let's go ahead and jump in um so you guys know every Gemini, I mean, every season opening, I start with three books. Let's jump in with the Judy Hall's Crystal Zodiac, uh, Use the Birdstones to Enhance Your Life. Then I use Moon Power by Lori Reed. And then I use Moon uh, Wise by Daniel Farr. So let's go ahead and jump into the Crystal Zodiac. So Moon and Gemini's. So your crystals. Are your moon crystal is apophyllite, your intuition crystal is aqua aura, your lunar crystals are aquamarine, aventurine, blue selenite, blue topaz, blue tourmaline, also known as indicolite, calcite, carnelian, cherorite, kyanite, rhodochrosite, rhomboid calcite. Ruby, sapphire, snowflake obsidian, Shiglite, and verisite. So these are all powerful crystals, especially apophyllite. That is a good one. I actually had one on my shop. I have two, but the one of the clear one sold. Um, I feel like I have. I have another extra one. I'm just not sure. Um. And that's kind of funny because I'm actually wearing mine today. Um, I love this stone. It's very powerful. It's very, very wonderful, like amazing crystal for healing. But um, yeah, so I have a green apophyte up there, which is also just as powerful, but even more heart healing. So definitely recommend for anyone who's in the healing arts for sure. But I just want you guys to be aware of notice how moon and gemini majority of your crystals that are good for you is they're all mainly about communicate like they're all bl- then most of them are blue you notice that blue is healing the throat chakra throat chakra is all about healing communication and communicating at the best and top um like optimum communication where you know it's not overly in your face it's just a more calm and directive and intentional so be aware of that. So, okay, let's go ahead and jump in. So your moon crystal, apophyllite is a powerful vibrational transmitter that links the physical and spiritual realms, stimulating your intuition and conveying the gift of clear sight, enabling information to be received. An effective stress releaser, this stone calms your hyperactive mind and alleviates nervous tension. It promotes introspection and assists you to recognize your own true self. So yes, apophyllite is like I said is a very powerful stone and it actually helps connect one also to the divine. So um if you feel like you need to connect to like angels or the the divine, you know, god source, you know. It's a good way to kind of allow your mind to be able to kind of focus, you know, and really reach that heightened, you know, divine realm in meditation. Um, it's also great for, again, clear sight. Like to me, when I wear this stone, I don't know what it is, but it makes me feel, I guess like grounded in my mind, like, like everything is more clear and opened. So, um, this would work great for you, Gemini moons, um, who will have definitely more time, um, not more time, but a harder time kind of keeping your mind clear and, Without all of the constant like thinking of everything else you want to do or need to do and everything. So. All right. Let's jump into the positive Gemini moon qualities. Um, with your moon in Gemini, you are an excellent communicator who takes a flexible approach to life. You have the knack of knowing exactly the person who can help in a given situation. And networking is your forte. So again, you guys are very, I mean, like I said, when it comes to networking and connecting people or connecting yourself, you you are A1 at that. Your intuition is strong and you have the ability to make inspired connections and a tendency to do several things at once. And even talking about that, I feel like uh, air signs in general, except for, I I would say Aquarius, you guys kind of get credit for having a good intuition, but I feel like Libras and Gemini's Gemini, especially don't get credit. It's almost like it makes you feel like air signs don't have any intuition because we're, you know, air represents the mental body. Right. And so people just assume we're just all logical. Like we can only be logical. We don't have any intuition. Gemini's are actually extremely intuition, especially because you're, this sign is in your moon sign that that helps enhance your intuition, so you too have that don't let pe- excuse me, I took fish oil and I always kind of like burp it up a little bit. Um, don't let people tell you you don't have intuition that oh no, you're just more logical, if you don't have any water signs, you don't have any intuition bullshit. Every fucking aspect of the, you know, like everything has intuition. Every sign does too. Perhaps they use it a little different, maybe not use it as much as some others, but we all have intuition. We need to stop like taking like things that come natural to us and just making it all about either water signs or, you know, like earth signs or all of like, you know, like just like when it comes to the mental aspect, everyone is smart. Everyone has logic, but again, some of the other elements, of course, are going to be a little stronger in those suits that they kind of rule, you know what I mean? So just understand that. Um, okay, so placing a blue selenite on your forehead assists you in shedding off the chattering chattering mind and and enhances your ability to get quickly to the core of the problem. Tourmaline is an excellent support for your positive qualities and it has the added advantage of preventing you from flying off into, into many directions at once. Okay, so explore your hidden needs. With the moon and Gemini, your greatest need is to be heard, even when you have nothing of value to say. You may well fear your emotions, having learned in the past to cut off from painful feelings and will rationalize or talk them out of existence, but you need to accept these feelings. So... Yes, as far as that, Gemini's do feel hard, but they do, you know, you guys do try to make a logic out of your feelings rather than just feeling. And that's just because that's just how you process your emotions. It's understandable, I guess, if you're trying to get deep down on why something's going on, but you can't rationalize every single emotion you feel. You just got to let yourself feel, even though it's uncomfortable, That's the only way you're going to heal. Feeling is healing, right? And so also you guys do want to be heard. And I think that's why you guys kind of bull guard the conversation because you feel like when someone else is talking that you want to be in too. You want to be heard too. Like someone else is being heard and we hear you, trust me, but don't be an asshole and keep interrupting and overruling the conversation because Everyone should have the chance to speak and try to be patient. Even though you have something, some juicy secret or something that you are bursting at the seams to to tell someone, wait your turn. Don't just sit there and cut people off and, and just like start throwing out like crazy bombs and shit like that. When someone is trying to discuss and talk about what they've learned or heard or, you know, whatever they did, give people the respect at least. Right? So Calcite stabilizes your butterfly mind and allows you to express your deeper feelings. If there are painful feelings to be healed, this can be facilitated with gentle rhodochrosite. Your instinct is to be emotionally uncommitted, as you want to be free to explore all possibilities. And this is a fickle, changeable moon, given to guile and cunning manipulation of others' feelings. Pink carnelian w- will consist with committing to a relationship, bringing the emotional intimacy that you need and it can ameliorate emotional manipulation and overcome the effects of previous abuse. This stone helps to articulate your feelings and to find a companion who resonates on an intellectual level. You will not be happy in a relationship unless there is a meeting of minds. This is more important to you than emotional rapport. So this is very true. Gemini's again, these, these signs are very smart and very, um, you know, they get a lot of stimulation from people who are intellectuals, again, like them, people who can stimulate their mind. That's going to be the first thing that attracts them, right? They, they're not huge into having emotional connection, although that I guess that kind of comes later. But you definitely have to be someone that can stimulate them because if you don't, you're not going to hold the attention of a Gemini. I can tell you that now. Anyone with Gemini and their big three, you're not holding that attention because they need to, they need to have that stimulation. That's why, um, when it comes to water signs, um, you have to, you know, like again, air signs, especially Gemini's again, they're, uh, Gemini's and Aquarius, <laughs> um, Libras, we're kind of half and half like me. I need more, um, I need more emotional stimulation, but I do like mental stimulation as well. I like both, but emotional really speaks to me, um, more so than anything. I just, I, for me, I just don't like someone who is ignorant. Put it like that. Like if, if I'm talking to you about something And you don't know what I'm talking about and you're just kind of like disconnected and then you're not really open yourself and you're not, you can't really follow a conversation. That's the turnoff for me (laughs) because it's just like, yeah, emotion, emotions are great, but it's like, if we can't hold a conversation, how am I supposed to get to know you? How are you supposed to get to know me? How are we supposed to be able to talk about the future and things that we love or things we don't like and stuff like that? You know what I mean? So that's kind of like my thing, but definitely for Gemini's, um, and Aquarius, definitely you have to be able, you have to have something up there. Like you have to be able to follow a random crazy conversation. You know what I mean? So be aware of that because like, if you're leading with emotions at first, good luck on that. You know, you can show that, but definitely, like I said, make sure you can follow and hold a conversation. And I know like, um, water signs, they can do that, but they're, they definitely put more emotion into it because they need that emotional connection. So just beware, be open, be understanding that that's what they need. Just like you got to let them know you need emotional connection. So Anyway, you have an overactive mind that constantly probes and questions you need to know, but this need may be so overwhelming and so superficial that you never actually find out. Sapphire focuses and calms the mind, releasing unwanted thoughts and mental tension, allowing you to focus on what is important. It is an excellent stone for communication at all levels. Unconsciously, you seek social acceptance and have a need to be liked and are not above adjusting the truth to what you think people want to hear. Ruby can help you feel comfortable in a social setting without having to seek approval. And Cheroi assists in blending into your surroundings and having self-acceptance. So, you know, don't people please, uh, Geminis. Like, that's the thing that I, that, that I kind of find, um, off with Geminis I've dealt with is that they do, sometimes they will expand the truth just to get people's attention. Don't do that. Please don't do that because it's like when someone gets caught lying and they're like overly expanding on the truth and kind of over exaggerating stuff, you get to the point, especially when people start to catch on to you that no one will trust what you say. Then you just become irre- irre- irrelevant at, at the point because I know that for me, like people that I've dealt with, who do that, like they're great. And of course I'm not going to like not talk to you and stuff, but anything that comes out of your mouth, I I, I don't really believe it. I usually will find out for myself, you know, later on through somebody or something and people will, will like eventually out the person because it just starts to get ridiculous. And once that happens, I can't trust what you say. And when I can't trust what you say, I have a hard time connecting with you because I feel like everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie and I don't like liars. I have a Pluto conjunct the sun. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you don't, yeah, you, you just, I have a lot of kind of like scorpionic tendencies when it comes to that because Pluto, I've been told because that conjunction, it it's the biggest aspect that rules my my whole chart it's it's very huge in how i express or do things so i have a lot of plutonian kind of um tendencies so don't lie to me don't i mean i get people have to fib and stuff but when you just like get to that point i just don't want to fuck with you after that so be careful with that guys so emotional overcome emotional blocks blue topaz is an extremely appropriate stone for the Gemini moon, it overcomes a tendency to take liberties and inconvenient facts or to use white lines to avoid emotional hassle. This stone helps you to recognize the scripts you have in living. I actually want one of these stones, and I can't find one to, as a Cabotron. Um, But, yeah, I'll have to just probably buy it from, like, a crystal shop or something. Sorry, I'm having a hard time turning this stamp page. My goodness. Okay. So, yeah, so it says the stone helps you to recognize the scripture you have in living um, by and to identify where you have strayed from your own truth. Holding it for 15 minutes can help to erase old tapes and to reprogram yourself towards truth. The blades of Kyanite help to speak your truth, cutting through fears and blockages at the emotional or mental level. Snowflake Obsidian can help to recognize and release the stressful mental patterns and wrong thinking that you mistake for emotions. Gemini Moon often creates an emotional block by playing the role of pure, the Peter Pan figure who never grows up and who apparently slips through life without a care, With pure moon you remain forever young at heart charming everyone but attached to no one you rarely trust your own emotions let alone those of other people emotional maturity is facilitated by rhodochrosite as it helps you to accept that emotions you were taught in the past to regard an unacceptable as unacceptable are in fact natural this stone sets free your erotic urges and encourages expression of your passion in life so, you know, one thing it is said in medical astrology, though, actually, that if you have um, Gemini, sun, rising, and moon, you actually look very young for a long time. So <laughs> um, be proud of that. But also, yeah, you guys do have a childlike spirit, which is why you're so fun. But it also makes you where you don't commit to anyone. So be careful. Obviously, rhodochrosite will help you work with that if you are open to working with crystals. Okay, so nurture yourself. It says mental stimulation and attention from others provide vicarious nurturing, and these can become your substitute for emotional satisfaction. You frequently mistake a conversation for an intimate experience to truly nurture yourself, gaze into the depths of the stone of truth, apophyllite. Hmm. It connects to the angels of truth and wisdom and to your own self. It is communicating with yourself that gives you true nurturing. Um, okay, so developing your intuition. Aqua Aura is a beautiful stone that resonates with the Gemini moon to activate your soul energy. It deepens your spiritual attunement and focuses your, your considerable intuition into constructive channels. Use it for quiet, quiet moments of meditation and centering. If mine chatter is a problem, blue selenite or rhomboid calcite will switch this off to allow your inner voice to speak. Okay, so your Gemini moon past lives. Um, Gemini moon past life roles have included the communicator, the orator, the fixer, and the salesperson. Um, speaking of that, that does not surprise me because if you want to sell something, let a Gemini, let a Gemini be your salesperson because these people can charm the pants off off somebody. Um, anyways, your previous lives have centered around teaching and communication, but may also have encompassed gossip and satire. Your rise in life could have been swift, but not entirely honest as there was a tendency to pull strings and, and manipulate your way to the top. And you may well have taken liberties with the truth. Unfortunately, you could have taken advantage of those less clever than yourself, and may need to forgive yourself. If you taught ideas that you did not fully believe in, the verisite helps you to unravel the causes of any translucent. Did I read that right? No, I'm sorry. The causes of any resolute res resultant disease, if an if. Overemphasis on the mind or a less than truthful tongue in former incarnations has led to present life conditions such as dyslexia or speech impediments. Black tourmaline, shigalite, and royal sapphire can assist. Aventurine is particularly effective for stammering or severe neurosis. These stones can be worn for long periods. All right, so that is it for that one. I hope. Oh no, I'm sorry, there's a truth ritual. So, if you're interested for this, especially after hearing what your past life was as this moon sign, let's see, it says, if you need to know the truth of a matter, the stone of truth, light can help you before you go to bed. Sit quietly holding an light pyramid in your hands. Gaze deep into its infinite crystalline depths and attune to universal truth. Picture in your mind an old-fashioned pair of scales with two pans if you have Difficulty visualizing? You can use actual scales. On one side, place the stone of truth. On the other side, place the question or situation about which you need to know the truth. Write it. Write it on a piece of paper. If using actual scales, now say out loud, "I call upon the stone of truth to show me the truth of this situation within 24 hours." Place the stone under your pillow and tell yourself that you will remember your dreams. If you may be that the answer will come to you in a dream or that it will become clear during the course of the next day, be alert for a subtle clue. The answer may arrive in an unexpected way. So that's interesting. So try that out if you are interested. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and jump into moon power um, to see what this is. So, okay, so Moon and Gemini, it says key character, character points. Your instinctive response is flexible and sociable. Um, your best characteristics are wit and a generally youthful outlook on life. Your negative qualities are a tendency towards superficiality and craftiness. You dislike routine. That's for damn sure. <laughs> your need You need lots of int- intellectual stimulation. You must learn to see your projects through to the end okay so excuse me it's like I have my allergies are like being activated by something and i don't know what it is so my nose is kind of running all over the place um the essential you bright as a button as well as being both clever and amusing you are blessed with a wit that is razor sharp communications are your forte and ever questioning you take a lively interest in everything around you From how a gadget might work to precisely what makes a person tick, but you also suffer from a very short attention span, flitting like a butterfly from one interest to another without giving yourself time to learn a subject in depth or to finish the subject, the projects you undertake. So that right there is just expressing your mutable, your mutable, your mutableness, um, (laughs) because that's just how you are mutable signs they do not thrive on routine they are just a free bird all over the place where it's just really hard for them to focus you know what i mean they're just always constantly changing a lifestyle so the gemini moon at home all the latest in technology wizardry will be very much in evidence in this home Anything to take the 10, ten, a.m. out of all of those routine domestic chores, and since you are so restless and have a strong need to experience new environments, you are likely to move houses several times in your life. So yes, I would not be surprised to see a Gemini house full of the latest technologies because that is just what they do. Like I said, anything, like Gemini, kind of rules that kind of stuff. Like. Anything that involves, like, communication through technology and stuff, they're going to have, like, the newest phone, the newest, like, watch. I don't know, any type of tech that involves that, like, the, the newest social media, that's everything, so. All right, so for this one, it's your sun and moon sign combination chart. So this shows just how well your outward persona, sun sign, and inner personality, moon sign, are integrated. So of course, this goes through all twelve of the zodiac signs of whatever your sun sign is, Um, and then you know the combination keynotes, and of course it's rated by stars. Um, So the first star is um, it's actually an asterisk, but let's just say stars, okay? (laughs) So one star means highly subjective. Two stars means at odds with yourself. Three stars. need need to work toward achieving inner balance. Four stars is in harmony and five stars is strongly integrated. So your moon in Gemini with your sun sign in Aries. Combination keynotes on the go. This is a four star rating. Your sun in Taurus. Your combination keynotes is creative and clever. Your star rating is three. So Gemini Sun, um, combination keynotes, young at heart. This is a one-star rating. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot of Gemini energy there. So your son in Cancer, combination keynotes caring, but too easily bored. That's a two-star. Sun in Leo, charismatic. That is a four-star rating. Sun in Virgo, inventive, this is a three-star rating. Sun in Libra, Persuasive. This is a five-star rating. Sun in Scorpio, Cool Customer. That's a four-star rating. Sagittarius with uh, uh, Restless. That'll be a two-star rating. Sun in Capricorn, Ambitious. Three-star rating. Um, Sun in Aquarius, Visionary. That's a five-star rating. And Sun in Pisces, whimsical. That is a two-star reading. So, says uh, you and your family. You treat everyone close to you as your friend in a brotherly or sisterly way, including your own offspring and parents. And because the Moon in Gemini means you are young at heart, when it is your turn to be a parent, there is likely to be a noticeable, not- noticeable generation gap between you and your children. You really enjoy the outlook of young people and are happy to share their interests, their music, their games, and their fun. And at work, Moon, Gemini people are quick with their brains and dexterous with their hands. You can pick up new skills as fast as lightning. All you need to do is have something demonstrated or explained once you you are able to grasp the essentials immediately. Your versatility lends itself to a wide variety of occupations through communications, entertainment, the media and travel industries will be the most appealing to you. You unwind by surfing the net and browsing social media. Money matters, you need to curb your tendency to spend, spend, spend. Health notes, with your nervous and tense disposition, you you more than any of of the moon signs really do need to take some time out to relax. Make sure this isn't an area that you overlook. And relating to others, your emotional patterns. If we have been said, it has been said that those born with the moon and the sign display the characteristics of a chameleon. Whichever crowd they happen to be with, they find a way of blending, blending in. Whichever crowd they happen to be with, they find a way of blending in, reflecting the mood of their companions and saying what they think other people want to hear rather than revealing their own true opinions or feelings. As a member of this sign, it is hardly surprising then that many people find it rather hard to to get to know the real you. So, you know, again, just try to be yourself. Don't people please because people really just want to get to know the real you we don't want some little fake version of someone that you're pretty much mirroring at the moment we don't want you don't have to make it seem like your life is just this extravagant thing or anything and you know just be yourself truly that's what makes people really enjoy being around you an honest and open gemini (laughs) Since variety is the spice of life to a Gemini moon, you tend to be emotionally changeable or perhaps whimsical might be a better description. You like to feel free, light as the air that is the Geminian element. Commitments, in particular, overwhelm you and too many responsibilities leave you champing at the bit. In fact, any situation that bogs you down, for example, a relationship that you feel restricts your movements will soon become suffocating and intolerable. So again, that's the reason why, like for me, I like when it comes to help and stuff like that, what I would do with my Gemini friends um, at the time was um, I would stop asking them for help and eventually if they offer their help, I would take it, but I didn't hold them to it because that is just kind of how Geminis are. They they don't like, again, routine They don't like schedule. Anything that makes them feel like they're weighted and that they can't feel free, they're going to try to avoid it. Again, this is a mutable sign. So mutable air needs to be moving at all times. They don't have time for things that they're not interested in. Because it does, it makes them feel like they're being weighted. And therefore, that's why they kind of don't show up. So they themselves have to kind of be the ones who make the plan, I guess you can say. And maybe it might happen, maybe not again, because again, they're, they're not dependable in that aspect, but as far as helping-wise, though, they have to be the ones to decide if they want to help. You can't ask them, because they'll say yes, because they don't want to, you know, they want to make you happy, but then they're, they're not going to show up, most likely, especially if they're like, yeah, no, by the next morning, so... If truth be told, you are a monumental flirt, whether you are in or out of a relationship for neither constancy nor fidelity are particularly strong suits where this moon sign is concerned. Just as you need a good supply of interest for mental stimulation, so you also need a wide social network of friends and acquaintances that you can pull up whenever you begin to feel bored. An address book brimming over with the phone number of friends, acquaintances, and even various past lovers is an absolute must for anyone who has the moon in Gemini. And this is the damn truth because I know Geminis who have a gigantic, like, phone list of people they, they were, like, their exes, people they used to, like, fuck with and not really, like build a relationship friends all kinds of shit like these people have a network to go through I'm not even kidding you may f- you may flit from one thing to another and from one person to the next but you do tend to have good control over your emotions you are usually able to rationalize your feelings and work out precisely what it is that's affecting you a Gemini moon individual will very rarely let their heart rule their head A partner who is intelligent will intrigue you, but for a truly successful relationship, he or she must also be clever enough to recognize that just as long as you are given enough freedom, you will always want to come home. So here is how your Gemini moon relates to your partner's moon. So again, this goes through all 12 of the zodiac signs. So this is your moon connecting to your partner's moon again. So of course, we start with Aries, both restless and curious. Your Gemini Moon and your partner's Aries Moon will keep you both searching for adventure. Whether you are on the same quest, however, is debatable. Perhaps you may have to dis- you may have to agree to disagree. Taurus Moon, certainly you both have plenty to say, but you may not exactly speak the same language. Your partner's Taurus Moon demands constancy, something which, alas, would bore you rigid. So highly I mean again I don't want to like demonize other moon signs because I'm not but I'm saying considering how Gemini is very mutable and Taurus is very fixed I don't think you're gonna really want to fuck with the Taurus moon because really they are very stable they're not spontaneous really they're they're very slow and Gemini is a moving source. So it's just like it's like putting how can I say this? It's like putting like a a dirt pillar, like a big giant dirt, mudded, like hard, like hardened pillar. And like you know, with the wind, pretty much like it's there and they're both together, but the wind is kind of just going through it because it's not going to stop. I don't know if that's like a shitty kind of like example, but it's just going to be difficult. So I would say if you have someone with a Taurus moon, I would recommend hopefully they have other perhaps air qualities or mutable qualities perhaps where they're a little bit more like, go-getter, because, like, I guess you can say this, so, like, my husband, he has a Taurus rising, but he, he's, like, he's not someone that just, like, sits around and bullshits, like, he gets his stuff moving, he's going, and all that stuff, and that's because, you know, he, he has other qualities, right? He's more water, of course, but he is still moving, but if you get someone who's, like, I don't know, very Taurus heavy, or even really earth, like extremely Earth heavy. I guess you can say Earth signs are very practical. They they like to finish what they do. So just to, just a to heads up. That's all. I'm not saying it's not gonna work because I'm not about that life, but it, it's not gonna be fun. Just put it like that, like again, Taurus takes their time and you telling them what to do, they're just going to fight against you about it. And it's just, it's not worth it. So, okay, let's move on. So Gemini, um, two Gemini moons, a bright and breezy union with many intellectual interests and common, but, lo- but little sticking power. Since the moon in Gemini exacerbates restlessness, cancer, Cancerian moon individuals like to be close to Earth and home, while Gemini moon people are only happy when they are out and about. You and your partner therefore seem to be at odds. Leo, a light and airy combination full of fun and frivolity. If you can keep laughing with each other and not at each other, this relationship should be amusing as well as sexually exciting. Virgo moon, differences of attitude and opinion between your moon sign and that of your partner make the divide just too great to guarantee lasting romance and happiness with this union. Yeah, so even though Virgo is also a mutable sister of Gemini, um, again, earth signs, they, they just like to get their shit done. They're more, you know, they like to just focus. They're not about really being spontaneous because they want to finish what they started. And that is not the Gemini life. Anyway, Libra moon, definitely on the same emotional wavelength. Gemini moon combined with the Libra moon make one of the best matches in the Zodiac. This is a potentially brilliant relationship. Scorpio moons. Your Gemini moon demands freedom, whereas your partner Scorpio moon is jealous and possessive. Consequently, this makes for a highly volatile situation. Yeah, that um, Gemini's y'all know that shit ain't gonna work and Scorpio the sign of Scorpio is in fall <laughs> in the moon so you know again those shadow sides come out a lot more because of that um, because it's like illy placed it ain't gonna work Um, I mean it's it's just gonna take a lot of work in my opinion because again These people are jealous and Geminis are all about flirtation and really networking and, you know, talking with multiple kinds of people. Um, They're very charismatic and that can kind of rub the scorpion moon the wrong way. They will think that you're trying to fuck everyone. So just be careful with that. Sagittarius. Despite the fact that Sagittarian moons are at the opposite end of the spectrum to Gemini moons, this combination has been known to work very nicely. Capricorn moon. This is very little meeting of minds and heart between Gemini moons and Capricorn moons. As a result, you and your partner would irritate each other and trying to stay together could prove an uphill struggle. So, again... Um, Capricorns are very serious. They're like daddy of the Zodiac, just like Capricorn is mommy of the Zodiac, daddy of the Zodiac. They're very serious. You know, Gemini's are a very lighthearted and childlike. That's not going to be really attractive to a Capricorn moon. Um, again, like I said, I'm not saying it cannot work, but it's just going to take more work to be able to, understand each other, put it like that. Aquarius, a splendid, amicable relationship where each partner is cool and independent, yet both yet both see eye to eye an easy pairing with a very good chance of long-term success. Pisces moon. A Pisces moon is perhaps the most emotionally clinging of the moon signs. A Gemini moon is the most elusive. Neither has a true grasp of the other's feelings. So... That's it for that one. And then the last book is Moonwise. So let's see where we are at with this one. Mm. Sorry, I'm trying to, you know, go through all of them. So I get, you know, now that it's at the beginning of the zodiac wheel again. Okay, so Gemini Moon. Ooh, so I get this book again from Half Price Books, and someone wrote Ellen, so shout out to Ellen, whoever you are. She's a Gemini Moon. Okay, so your basic personality is that of an intelligent, imaginative extrovert who loves to banter. You are prone to talk incessantly and to switch from topic to topic on a whim. Your mind is quite active and full of imaginative ideas when you take advantage of your quick-wittedness and inherent um, creative resourcefulness. If anyone hears my washer and dryer, I'm so sorry, but my cats keep opening the door and there's nothing I can do. So I hope you don't hear it. Hopefully you shouldn't, but just in case you do. Um, So creative resourcefulness. Few can keep up with your mental agility. Others will not consider focus and concentration to be your strong points. They assume that your ability to jump so quickly from one subject to another is a sign of impatience. These perceptions can be true, but only when you have too many things to do because you try and squeeze them all into your work schedule. Intuition is a key factor when dealing with others. One of the reasons you are so quick-witted is that you have an instinctual ability to dissect a situation and react, and your first reaction is usually correct. You are an exciting person to be around. Mercury, the planet of communication, is the ruler of Gemini. This gives you very good communication skills. You You are a skilled conversationalist and a natural interrogator. You may ask many personal questions that delve deep into another's private matters while being unwilling to, unwilling to reciprocate. When your conversations are filled with quick wit and rapidly changing focus, be aware of your capriciousness and flirtatiousness. Others may begin to dis- distress you, especially if gossiping becomes a vice. You have the ability to look at your inner self and rationally diagnose your emotional situation. This honesty is an admirable trait. However, you might make conclusions based on delusions or distortions of the truth depending on your intuitive ability and level of trust and ability. You are a very fun person and a lively conversationalist. Practice heartfelt communication and emotional spontaneity in your conversations. Reduce the emphasis on charm and wit and target your focus on others. Okay, so let's jump into the influences of the Gemini personality. I'm sorry, I have to move because this is going to drive me fucking nuts hearing this shit because I feel like you guys are going to be distracted and that is not going to be cool beans, right? Okay. There. Okay, so this is, again, this is the transits of the, oh, hi, honey. (laughs) My cat was just like, I didn't even realize she was sleeping right there. Anyways, um, this is, uh, basically, uh, talking about your Gemini moon being influenced by the transiting moon. So this isn't about partners or anything. Um, it's just the transiting moon. So, Of course, it goes through all 12 of the transiting moons. So Gemini moon personality and the Aries moon. This could be a difficult combination for you. The heat of the Aries moon will intensify the emotions you keep so well hidden. You may feel like you are going to explode. You will have a quicker temper than usual and will be less able to analyze the source of emotional turmoil. Your quick wit may be a little more pointed and direct. The fiery aspect of the Aries moon will add heat. Excuse me. And energy to your emotional re- repertoire. Try to channel this energy into some form of productive work. Not requiring a great deal of analysis. Personal interludes may go Ari. Okay, so. Gemini moon personality in the Taurus moon. In this moon you may find yourself uncharacter- uncharacteristically sedate. You quick, Your quick repartee may be slow and your outgoing personality withdrawn. Otherwise will not. Will not notice the change in you, but for you, this grounding feels like a ball ball and chain. Sammy's wife, Becca, is intensely influenced by the, the Earth Moon. According to Becca, she lacks her usual enthusiastic motivation in the Taurus Moon and feels sluggish. I don't see the difference in her, but she feels it. Emotionally, you will be more practical in your approach and more sensitive to others' needs and emotions. The Taurus Moon is a sensitive, caring moon. And its influence should affect you in a similar manner. Because your normal state is to be mentally quick and emotionally negligent, your own emotions may become more susceptible to injury. The risk of being subjected to emotional injury is not new to you. But it seldom happens your inner self is kept deep within. And to suddenly have it subjected to examination may be a little frightening for you. Gemini moon, personality, and the Gemini moon. The Gemini moon will magnify your already outgoing personality. You will feel at home with these energies, though possibly frustrated from lack of concentration. Even the most unfocused personality can become too unfocused. You will be unusually flighty. Try to put a short-term damper on any changes in relationships or domiciles. Care must be taken if you are to make any progress during this moon. This includes progress at work as well as in any relationships with the ability to engage your friends and, and associates, associates with your quick wit. You will really, leave, really have to be careful now. This is a fantastic time to work on the creative aspect of life. Imagination and creativity are two personality traits that will work over time. Take advantage of the positive aspect of the Gemini moon's energy. Okay, so I always feel that whenever we are in our home moons, when it comes to transits, because that's how I feel when I'm in the Pisces moon, everything is magnified um, Piscean-wise for me. Like, I just, like, I'm, like, on the verge of crying, or I am crying. I'm very, you know, I don't know. I'm more um, all over the place emotionally. My emotions are just heightened like a motherfucker, Um, all of that stuff. So yeah, anyways, Gemini moon personality and the cancer moon, this water moon shouldn't be much trouble. You will recognize the emotional changes brought on by this moon and will quickly react to minimize their effect. Although the cancer moon will dominate your emotional responses to the outside world, you won't stay focused long enough to be ill affected by the moon's emotional honesty. This would be a good time to pursue introspection if you are up to it. There is the possibility that long hidden issues will force their way to the surface. In that case, the Cancer Moon will certainly help you to open up and deal with them. Honesty about your feelings. Um about your feelings um, make the task easier. The Cancer Moon provides some domestic energy um along with introspection this could be a good time to take care of those household duties that you have been ignoring. Scrub the oven, clean out the garage, or maybe even tackle the closets. Okay, Gemini moon and personality in the Leo moon. Leo moon will add fizz to your already bubbly personality. You will desire recognition and have a flair for the dramatic, but will only display your emotions in a spotlight. These emotional dramatics can be a stretch for the Gemini Moon personality. The outer persona should handle the drama easily, but to bring the inner self into the play might be difficult. At any rate, your emotional world will heat up. You will probably find the intensity of the spotlight agreeable, but backpedaling may start with an emotional commitment. Provocative behavior may invite uh, trouble. If the situation between you and another becomes extreme you might consider backing off when the leo moon's energy returns fire with fire life gets complicated very quickly okay so gemini moon personality and the virgo moon two communicative giants at work together might describe with little exaggeration this moon's influence on you virgo skill and communication is natural because the virgo moon is ruled by the mercury your in- your intellect will be bolstered by this moon but your you importantly But more importantly, your staying power will be increased. That is, if you open yourself to the moon's influences, you are likely to rely on the tenacity of the Virgo moon to take on bigger tasks than you could normally handle. If you are involved with projects requiring real focus and hard work, you cannot pick a better time to complete them. However, you could become bored with a monotonous project after a short time and drop it for something that promises excitement. If a task doesn't hold your attention, don't bother with it. You will only feel guilty about quitting. Watch for critical behavior and compulsive analysis of details as warning signs that you are becoming disenchanted with the work at hand. You must moderate Virgo's energy in order to use it. Moderate requires control. Gemini moon personally in the Libra moon. This moon is an air moon that is more indecisive and possessive than your Needle moon. Indecisiveness in a Libra moon is exaggerated and becomes a primary personality trait. Your indecisiveness probably won't affect important decisions, but will influence trivial matters such as what you have for dinner, what clothes to wear, what household chore to work on first, or what television channel to watch. These are the kinds of things that make you and others crazy. You guys know that anything like that involves Libra drives my essence because I do, like, under the Libra moon, I feel like I'm even more indecisive than normal. Anyways, the influences of the Libra moon should be familiar as they are similar in nature to the Gemini moon, but with a greater sense of fairness. Life must be in balance. Spend some time with your primary relationship. If you have not found that special person you will wish you had, your charm will be working for you in this moon, and this is a good time to socialize. I don't see Sammy very often, but when he does invite me to join him and Becca, it is usually an air moon. You will be successful in dealing with matters concerning the public because your instincts will be keen. Your sense of fairness keeps them coming back. Be very cognizant of your tendency to stress the truth. You will be found out immediately and lose credibility. This is... This is a Moon of Justice. Ooh, I like that. Um, okay, so Gemini Moon personality and the Scorpio Moon passion and all things is the key phrase of the Water Moon. Your intensity will grow during this Moon. You will find it hard to keep those well hidden emotions in check. Your physical and romantic desires will go into full swing as your flir- flirtatious becomes flirtations become more serious. Emotional desire will also bring up another emotion. Resign yourself to dealing with these feelings and be prepared to experience their effect. Make peace with them or they will vex you. Be careful that your innate charm bolstered by this moon does not turn to a poisonous sting if you run into difficulties in achieving your goals. You will find that your temper is on edge, you are passionate about your desires, and willing to negotiate a fierce settlement. The Scorpio moon has a very direct energy when dealing with others and a secret desire when dealing with the self. It's harder to open your inner self to examination, but self-examination is essential to a healthy soul. Gemini moon personality and the Sagittarius moon. You will feel peppy, joyful, and relaxed. Rain and fire moon, your courageous self Examination in the Scorpio Moon has been emotionally rewarding. Now it is time to be idealistic. It is best to continue to have fun with your life's companions since you are still attracted to this connective energy. Watch yourself closely for signs of impatience and insensitive behavior. Stumble now and you will be called on your actions. This fiery moon can provoke a heated response, avoid simple friendships, and play in the, p- the passion of the Sagittarius Moon. It's not as emotionally draining as a Scorpio Moon and will be fun. Gemini moon personality with the, in the Capricorn moon. Your flighty personality will be accompanied by mood swings as you pass through this earth moon. Financial and emotional security in life will become a priority. The lack of either will bring depression. This is a grounded energy, possibly too grounded for the fast moving Gemini moon. The weight of the grounded Capricorn energy may be too, too much for the pr- productive lunar Gemini. When feeling lethargic, rest and recuperate. You are not, you are just, not up to life speed while wearing these concrete capricorn shoes the solution is to slow down and take care of yourself if you need a little security open a savings account gemini moon personality and the aquarius moon the airy, the Airy aquarius moon will feel good to you and your basic tra- traits will shine the biggest challenge facing you is to maintain contact with your inner self the aquarius moon excels at keeping your emotions under control your ability to reason seldom be challenged in an air moon but intelligence is not all there is to life. Peace with the inner self and the ability to react to and display your emotions are what truly matter. In order to connect with people, you must be honest with them and to do that, you must be honest with yourself. Since you since you are on safe ground in the Aquarius moon, let's go let go of some emotional control and really connect to another person experience will be so rewarding that you will want to do it again. Your flamboyance puts you in center stage by allowing emotions to show you will be able to stay on stage, especially with intimate relationships that develop because of your willingness to share. Okay, so Gemini Moon Personality in the Pisces Moon. Pisces is the last of the water moons in the Zodiac. It will probably be fairly dull moon that does not add much in the way of adventure. The serene nature of the Pisces moon can be joyful and relaxing if you let it. You are so rarely at rest that you may have to shift gears and slow down to the pace of this moon. Enjoy your life. You deserve a break. Along the way, you will be warm and tender and show genuine affection to those you love. Pisces is a sentimental moon, and this will reflect in your emotions and actions. Warm up and turn on the romance. You and your significant others will discover new common ground. It's all right if things get a little corny. Because this is a quixotic moon. If the romance becomes too perfect, all the better. Coincidentally, Sammy and Becca became engaged during a Pisces moon. I can't think of a more perfect time for those two friends to have made a romantic commitment. Okay, so... You guys, that is it for the Gemini moon season opening. But I just want to, I forgot to mention something of part of the thing that I did, uh, I plant the seed for too. So I decided to take a break from social media. It's not going to be from this. Uh, my The Charming Libra and my Ilari Sky jewelry will be the only probably business, um, social media I'll be on because, you know, business doesn't stop. So I can't just like take a break from that. So I am, uh, I started it today, um, as of the beginning of Gemini season. And, um, that is just something that I felt called to like yesterday when I did a little reading for myself, I pulled the card of inner knowing. And I know that, For me to really focus on helping change my vocabulary and really allowing myself to really dive deep into, you know, like taking care of myself and, you know, like taking care of things that are most important to me, which is like my loved ones, myself, my needs, um, you know, focusing on my work and taking care of my business. School is going to start next week. So I want to take this time to really use my time wisely. Um, I know social media can be interesting, but, you know, sometimes I find myself when I just want to detach from life, I find myself scrolling up there um, and it's just not healthy because I could be using that time to either learn something or just resting period, you know, what I mean, just connecting with someone, you know, something like that. So I'll let you guys know how that goes, um, cause it's going to be interesting, but yeah, I'm taking a social media break. So of course episodes will still be coming in. Um, the next episode is going to be the bonus episode, part of the astrology, nutrition and health. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode and you know, have fun, be safe. Take advantage of this season you know we're heading into the summer you know soon so which is crazy oh my gosh but yeah we're heading into the summer months pretty soon so you guys take care I love you so much truly would be the show wouldn't be here without you so I truly appreciate you don't forget to check out Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy if you're interested in purchasing some crystal jewelry so love you guys so much again and you guys take care bye